try to keep it oh sorry that's fine oh we can always just cut this we try to keep it around like 35 minutes ish that's what eloise says but it never happens we always go over because we always go on tangents yeah we do but um all right are we ready yeah let's get your phone off the table you can't hear it i heard it vibrate okay i felt it never okay (laughs) (laughs) we're definitely cutting that out wait are you Oh yeah. True. What's your, what's your name? Are we? No, doing, yeah, doing you can use my name. Okay. Oh, Jessica. I mean, we could say AB. No, I'm just Jessica. <laughs> your name no, is no, Jessica fine. from now on. We'll keep it PG. Um, Will we? I don't know. No, probably <laughs> we'll not. We'll Let's not kid ourselves. <laughs> okay. Well, hi everyone. Welcome back to the Dad's Pod. It has been a minute. I am Eloise. I'm Jenna, and I'm excited. (laughs) Jenna has been trying to get me to record a pod with her um, for probably three months now. Since Um, the last one, honestly. Since the last one. Yes. But you know what? Sometimes it's just good to, like, take a chill pill and not record podcasts. Podcasts are my life. On the weekends. So, you know. Um, We have a special guest today, our friend Angelica. Who are you? Tell us tell us who you are. Who am I? Yeah. How long do you guys have? <laughs> well, 35 minutes. <laughs> so we're no, going to okay. kind of try to keep it around that time. Okay. Well, I'll keep it short and sweet. But uh, I'm a friend of Jen and Eloise. <gasps> that is it. There it is. <laughs> that's, that's it. Why, um, that's it. That's it. That's enough for now. We'll learn a lot more, I think, through our discussion. I think so. Yeah. Um, So Angelica's here today, and this is kind of an impromptu podcast recording session. My Um, favorites. We just had her over for mimosas, and we started having a really interesting conversation, and we were like, you know what? We should be recording this. So here we are. And thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Jen is thrilled. I'm excited. Um, so, well, Angelica, do you want to maybe tell people how this conversation got started? Okay. Well, it actually came about <laughs> through two separate conversations I had in the last week. Um, one of them being with my sister, who recently has broken up with her boyfriend. Um, and one of the things that she had said to me, which is not why she broke up with him, but she did bring this up, was that he prioritized his friends over her. And it's a lot more in-depth than that, but that's the short version. And when she made that comment, I said, well, isn't that a good thing? I mean, who are we supposed to put first, our friends or our partner? And she said, "Um, if you're looking to create a long-lasting partnership with someone, um, which may lead to marriage or not, if that's your choice, uh, then the partner should be the priority, not the friends. And I wasn't sure if I agreed with her. And then a little while later, I had another friend bring up a similar topic. Um, He is in an open relationship and I am also seeing him. So I'm his mistress, one of his mistresses. (laughs) And um, I asked him how he prioritizes his relationship with his main girlfriend, his primary partner and his secondary partners will try to use the correct terms are those the terms are there actually like there are terms but uh i don't those aren't aren't the terms that he uses but these are terms that i have heard being used so Mm -hmm. we'll just use those 
And he said that, um, you know, his girlfriend and him are organized. So if he has a date with another girl, then he's not going to cancel it if his girlfriend all of a sudden wants to see him, unless there's really extreme circumstances. And he brought up the point that it's the same with any friend. If he has a meeting with a friend or he has a meeting with his girlfriend, uh, a friend and his girlfriend wants to see him, he's not going to ditch it, his friend for his girlfriend and vice versa. Um, so the conversation, I guess, or the question is, who do we prioritize, our partners or our friends? Yeah, and we thought it was... Honestly, great question. Yeah, a really great question, I think. If um, I had a partner. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't think you necessarily need to have a partner to be able to think about this question. No, definitely not. But, But I, like, see people, friends that are in relationships that go through, like those moments where it's like they just completely ditch their friends for their partner right and you're just like but why especially in high school it's like yeah, in high school was a in high really school. big thing it was yeah. just like you got a boyfriend and it was like and then you're done with your friends especially if you're a cancer <laughs> okay wow there are two yeah. cancers in this room right now so, cancers represent yeah i'm definitely very very guilty of that and my friends have commented on that so i'm very aware of it and that you have ditched your friends for your boyfriend yeah um well, I don't know. I haven't necessarily ditched them, but prioritize my partners over over my um, friends. So it's and funny that you kind of, when your sister told you that that, that him prioritizing his friends was a problem, like, yeah. you didn't see it as a problem. You were like, I don't understand, but obviously you've done it in the past. Yeah. I've grown up. High school was a long time ago. <laughs> I won't give you any dates. What do you But <laughs> it was a while ago. And I definitely, in these last five years of being single-ish, I have really been putting these things into question and realizing that that maybe that isn't healthy to prioritize a partner. But at the same time, we all have this desire to be important to someone. Mm -hmm. And yes, we have our moms and or our dads sometimes. Um, But I just, we all, yeah, everyone just has this innate desire to be important to someone. And as you grow up, that person culturally becomes your partner and then your husband and then you have a family and and even then like then when you have Christmas with your own husband and kids or partner and kids you end up prioritizing that family over the family you had before your 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 parents or your cousins or you have to choose because now you have two families Mm -hmm. to choose between well really three because it's your own and then you have your partner's family and your family so exactly it's like Yes. And you can do like I, that movie, The Four Christmases one, where they go to like yes. <laughs> seems yes. hectic. I mean, it's great if you can bring everyone together or a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people manage it. But I do, you know, as I'm thinking about this, I realize it's it is a cultural thing. Our culture has emphasized the nuclear family, the mother, the father and the children. And historically, that wasn't the case. You didn't leave your parents. You stayed with your parents. and They helped you raise your kids and they taught you how to raise your kids. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, these questions are really coming out of this modern culture, of which I think developed in the 50s, if I'm not mistaken, around there, and especially in America, the nuclear family. Um, but it's kind of, I think, created a slight identity crisis. I don't know if identity crisis is the right thing, but like, I don't know, who are we identifying with? Our, our family, our parental family, or right. the ones that we're creating? Well, and, and also now too. with with social media and being able to be connected to your friends in so many different ways, um, it kind of adds like an added layer of difficulty in a way because 
I feel like before you even get into a relationship, you now have just this constant relationship with your friends. Like, even when you're not together, you're still talking yeah, yeah. to each other. Like, even if you're like not us. in the same country, you're in the same time <laughs> zone. so many like, group chats. Yeah, <laughs> we have so many group chats with, like, plus them. minus one person. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. other people can relate to that. But, you know, <laughs> it's true. You, you are just in this kind of constant – you're constantly building your friendships at all times through throughout the days the nights like when you're together when you're not together when you're traveling when they're traveling all over the world just all the time so you know when you do meet a partner I feel like it's it's understandable if it's hard for you to give that up Mm -hmm. and to focus on someone else even though it's true like romantic relationships are very strong and it also makes sense in the other way that maybe you would shift some of that attention to like this one person because you have this very strong romantic bond with them. So I think it's, yeah, very layered. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's, it's interesting though, because it. as I was listening to you word it, I feel like you have the opposite problem for me. Your, your priorities are definitely your friends. I de- yeah, and, I definitely and, do. I mean, <laughs> yeah. which, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess we're going to hopefully at the end of this sort of decide if, how to manage this but I mean I think I I feel like it might not work for everyone well I think I think that's what it is about is finding that balance and it's also in both friendships and a romantic partnership it's about loyalty and I think for me I would say one of the important things is and and this is what my if I'm his mistress, what does that make him to me? I don't know. My One of my secondary partners. I don't know. I really don't know these terminologies. But I love the word secondary my partner. My friend said was that, you know, if he has a, a, a meeting with one person, then that person is the priority. That's the person he's already engaged to, and that's the person he's going to see, unless there's really extreme circumstances why the other person needs to be more important in that moment. Mm-hmm. And I think as I say that, I realize that, you know, it is – important to show that sort of loyalty to people and also um, in doing that the other person needs to understand that because they're, they're seeing someone else whether it be a romantic another romantic partner or just another friend or a family member it doesn't make you less important and I think that's also what it really boils down to is self-confidence and if you're comfortable in yourself then the fact that you know your friends even because it happens with friends too like friends get jealous like oh you're seeing someone else like I'm your friend, like, we're supposed to be hanging out. Well, no, I've already made a plan to see someone else, and it doesn't mean I don't love you anymore. It just means that I'm going to go see this other person right now. It's Mm -hmm. not about that. And I think think that's really what it boils down to for a lot of people is an insecurity of being like, oh, well, that person's more important than me. Definitely. And that's where, I don't know, that's where a lot of issues may come from in those situations. I feel like trust is also something. Mm. Because I feel like, people that can't uh like i have an example in mind but i don't you can use examples without word without yeah. words without names <laughs> without, without words it's just like peop the 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 couples that are always together mm-hmm. like i feel like there's some sort of like lack of trust lack of trust they like always need to be together mm-hmm. even if they like i would be so sick of someone if i spent every single day with them (laughs) she's touching me right now because we spend 
a lot 99% of time together. Of our time together. But I'm your sister, so that's yeah, like it's different. A little, but like bit I can't it? imagine and, yeah. spending a hundred percent of my time with a significant other. Well, I'd just be like, go away. <laughs> right. I it's, like my alone time. Yeah. But yeah. like, if you live with someone, and if you're like work together work together sleep together yeah sleep <laughs> <laughs> i think you're in a relationship yeah. <laughs> i think you're you make an interesting point though because a lot of the times it's actually the contrary with family because you don't pick your family so sometimes you end up with a sister or brother or parent who you get you don't get along with at all but yeah. you still have to spend time with and i feel like there's more conflict in those situations i guess you guys got lucky and you don't hate each other too much yeah sometimes um, but but with a partner you get to pick them it's someone who you've chosen who you like and i have you know i've been in two long-term relationships three years and four years where i live with the person and one of them we also work together so we live together and work together yeah that's like a lot um yeah i mean i still needed in it's funny because in those situations i definitely took my own space but with them around and the biggest complaint that i got from them and other people that i dated around those times when I was younger um was that I would be there but I'd be prioritizing everything except for them so like I'd come home and I'd be the dishes would be more important or vacuuming would be more important or whatever because I'm a busy buddy I needed to be doing other things and they actually felt rejected by that even though you know I wasn't having an affair with my broom but somehow (laughs) they felt threatened by the fact that I was that I wasn't prioritizing them whoa which is actually interesting isn't it so weird yeah they they had uh they're like, oh, but everything's more important than us or than me. or each And why that. do you think they thought that? Because of probably insecurities. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. that probably comes from insecurities. So, um, and that's, that's crazy. crazy. It, yeah. insecurity, insecurities manifest themselves so differently mm-hmm. in so many people, mm-hmm. which is why it is, I mean, I would say virtually impossible to really answer the question that we're posing right now yeah because the thing is that there's like what seven eight billion people on the planet and i feel just as many ways to to really show or feel the insecurities that you have because all of our experiences are so different all of our star signs are different (laughs) right um you know but at the same time i mean we kind of have given a big part of the answer and it's you know trust security like self self assurance it doesn't matter what situation you're coming from if you're secure in yourself whatever that takes for you it's going to mean something different for each person but if you're right. able to to get that security in yourself and trust your partner which mm-hmm. is not the case i feel in 99% of relationships I which is agreed. so sad well yeah um, so weird and i think it's about also finding a partner who has like that same level of of like trust and loyalty and values yeah exactly because the thing is, so as we've touched on before, like uh, my friends are my absolute priority <laughs> along with my family as well. Um, yeah. And I don't, I don't, like when I'm in a relationship, I don't feel like I need to put that over any of my other pre-existing relationships. Like that's not, if you're in a relationship with me, that's not what I want. I don't want to be on a pedestal. I just, right. you know, like, I, and I don't want you to, to want me to put you on a pedestal. I, I don't think that, like, I want someone who's going to be like, hey, I miss you, but also, like, I have plans with my friends tonight. Like, 
I'm going to yeah. go do my thing. Exactly. And I'll see you when I see you, you know? <laughs> Just lead I don't to know when I see you. <laughs> completely different lives. Are you talking about friends with benefits? No, I'm not talking about friends with benefits. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you know, I want to be with someone who has their own life. Yeah, well, exactly. That's also something I don't yeah. understand in relationships yeah. when they're, like, the same it's like the same person. <laughs> I want you to hang out with people that I don't always hang out with. Yeah. Like I want you yeah, to Yeah, going back to like, having your own space. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like I I mean I think it's fine to have friends in overlap. Common. Yeah. And I think it's necessary because obviously, you know, who doesn't love like a good dinner party, you know, all that kind of stuff, but at the same time it's like I don't want your best friends to be my best friends yeah like I just don't think that's healthy yeah I don't think that I think that you should be able to have your own world and share part of that with someone else Mm -hmm. there's 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 a there's a word for that and I can't think of it right now but I mean a codependent relationship is when you are Mm -hmm. needing each other and then there's another word for the other relationship where you're independent (laughs) independent relationship but there's there is a word interdependent i don't know there is a word for i'm not that sounds right that could be it i'm not i'm not really sure uh we can maybe check with google Uh, but um yeah it's it's the difference between like i need you and i'm gonna suffer if you're not here and like i want you i appreciate you you're important to me and i am going to prioritize you in the way that you know you need me to, mm-hmm. but I'm also going to have my own life. Yeah. And I think that, as you said, it comes with the trust, the the security in yourself, and then also communication. Mm-hmm. Communication yes. is so Yes, I was going to mention that earlier. I think, yeah, those are such important things. If you're able to, and that's actually, you know, in this open relationship situation that I'm in, I don't really feel insecure because we're, we're quite open with each other about like, you know, I know that if I, if I want to ask him a question, he's going to give me the answer. Like, I mean, I'm, I asked him this question about his prioritizing his girlfriend. He's going to give it, give me the answer. And, and yeah, I, I could not trust him and think that he's lying to me or, or I could just choose to trust him. And right. he offers me information without me asking. And it makes me feel safe. And I don't feel like, I feel like he's secure in, in himself. And I feel it's a lot more secure in myself than I used to. Uh, there's oh, always good. still room for improvement, but I... I haven't really felt any jealousy in this relationship, even though I do like this person. Mm -hmm. And I know that, you know, if we make a plan to see each other, he's most likely not going to bail on me. I mean, it's only been a few months. We'll see what happens. I don't. Yeah. How long have you been in like seeing this guy? Um, It's been two months. So. And this is your first. um, What's it called? Open relationship. Open. Um, Well, No. Uh, it's not. Great. I'm also seeing someone else that I've been seeing for three and a half years now. And uh, he's actually the one who taught me to be okay with it. Well, taught me. I mean, it was something that I was always so curious about. But with him, he also made me feel so safe. Like, I, we only saw each other once a week and we'd message each other often. And if ever his messaging pattern changed, because we all have our patterns and we know yeah. that if certain friends respond, don't respond as quickly as usual, we know to be to be worried. And right. in this situation, if ever, you know, he didn't respond as quickly as normal, as soon as he did respond, he'd respond and say, I'm so sorry. 
uh, but I was doing this and like he wasn't my boyfriend he didn't owe me anything and I, I did know that so I never asked but I never had to ask yeah he always made me feel comfortable he always like he never prioritized me over his friends but if we had something planned he wouldn't ditch me for his friends either mm-hmm. and I always respected that about him like his friends are really he is a really loyal person when it comes to his friends and when, and when you and also when you see that when you see when you have a partner who's loyal to your friends it makes you trust them more too. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, they know what loyalty is. Right. And so that also makes you feel more secure. Right. So I guess, I guess it's about finding that balance too. But, yeah. But at the same time, you know, I, I do know, I mean, even myself in my last relationship, we were together for th- uh, four years and we did spend a lot of time together. We lived together and, you know, he hung out with me and my friends and he didn't really have his own friend group. He wasn't really in a good place throughout our relationship mentally. But, um, we still had pretty decent communication and I never really got sick of spending time with him. Like, you know, I, I put, I, that was a kind of relationship like we're in on Facebook. We put that we, our relationship status was together with each other. Right. right, And it was, I think it was the first relationship where I did that. And, you know, I had pictures of him on my Instagram and I wasn't, you know, he was a part of my life and I was happy to have him there. And he, and he was a priority to me while we were together. Um, but it didn't mean that I didn't see my friends and have another social life on the side. So I think we had a, a decent balance, even though we did spend a lot of time together. But he could have maybe spent more time with friends. I think it could have saved our relationship. You I think? think about it. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Wow. But, it, he, he but just like even well. looking back, you're, you're like, you don't regret the amount of time that you spent with him? Spent no. With him. I mean, we just, we got, we were friends and we traveled the world together. We visited over 30 countries together. We lived in... <laughs> two countries together we we did a lot together and that's the thing and I miss it actually I miss having someone to share your life with and it is great to have friends and to travel with friends do all that stuff with friends but there is something different about doing that stuff with a partner right and I think what what you were explaining before Eloise about uh, you guys each having your own life and prioritizing your friends it's also depending on what you're looking for like if you're in the stage Mm -hmm. of your life when you where you're just you know, you're not really ready to settle down mm-hmm. and have kids, then I don't really see the point in prioritizing your partner. I, th- yeah. I, I actually really think that sort of prioritization comes when it's like, okay, we're going to try to build a life together. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so we yeah. need to have a certain amount. We need to prioritize each other to a certain extent. It doesn't mean that you don't see your friends anymore, but yeah. our relationship is going to be a big part of our lives. So right. we need to put a lot of energy into it. So... If you don't want kids in marriage, honestly, it frees you up from all of this shit, man. Yeah. Am I allowed to swear? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, my bad. Fuck is my favorite word. So. I'm sorry, what was as that? as much as possible. Right. Um, no, I feel like for me, I, I mean, I feel like a lot of the relationships rare that I've had, we've started out as friends. You know what I mean? And, like, I don't get people who just can't be friends first. And then, that's a great sound in this microphone. And I was like, <laughs> that is ASMR right, right there. there. We're, we're this buying is for you. Very ASMR champagne, by the way. I'm just kidding. Some nice fresh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't understand people who start relationships and weren't friends first. Like for me, see, it's it's like a step that I have to go through. That's interesting because for me, like in high school at least, it wasn't necessarily like I needed I felt that the only time I would be able to be in a successful relationship was if there was an instant spark 
like that's how I went through my entire high high school experience. Mm -hmm. I was like, if I meet someone and there isn't like that instant connection, I'm not going to waste my time like trying to date them because I don't think that like hanging out with someone, going on dates with them will really even lead to any kind of feeling on my part. And how many relationships did you have? I had zero. (laughs) So many. I had zero relationships in high school because if a guy asked me out and I didn't feel that thing, I would be like, I'm sorry, but I think we should just be friends. And where do you think that idea came from? That idea that you needed to... (laughs) No, I'll let her answer for herself, but that might be what I was insinuating. I don't know. No, because I... No, I know myself and I know that if I'm not completely and totally obsessed with someone, it's going to be really hard for me to prioritize them in my life. Like that's the thing. And I'm saying this in terms of romantic relationships, not friendships. Like for me, friendships work differently. But for like the type of relationship that I'm looking for is one where I feel like different from my friendships mm-hmm. and I'm in love with all of my friends like I love them so much like oh I would God. and I'm but that loyal grew. to a fault and I I yeah exactly that I mean that that didn't come from nowhere I mean you you, you didn't have that actually you know what I take that back but I that's all, not most true of my friends I felt would, it right away like yeah, it didn't like, take me time because then you would just be friends with everybody you yeah. meet like that's not true that's there mean, are certain people I mean one of my best friends in the entire world, um, I met while she was doing a year study abroad in Paris and came to my high school. And we spent a year together. We weren't really that good of friends, like, during the school year. And towards the end of the year, we started hanging out more. She invited me on a trip with her family. Um, and then, literally, it's and been, now what, they're married. 15 <laughs> No, but I wish. If you're out there, Ari, this is my proposal. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> no, but like and the thing is it was weird but like our our friendship evolved like after that into this crazy kind of we had kind of a long distance friendship for years. I thought years. you were say whirlwind romance and <laughs> no, I was like, no, no. here for it. <laughs> no, we never had a whirlwind romance. Well, but like, never too late. Friendship yeah. wise. Yeah, I mean, but we didn't really. It was more like a, a long distance relationship for years and we've only really lived in the same city like very briefly. Briefly. And yeah. that was in New York for a few years when we were both there. But like our friendship kind of goes beyond like seeing each other on a daily basis and hanging out all the time and oh it's just like those friendships are the best yeah I mean yeah and it even when we did live in the same city like we both had our groups of friends and we did our own thing and we we didn't really even see each other that much because like we don't need to exactly we're just like don't you think you could have that with a, a guy where, you know, it, it takes time to evolve into something really deep and special and like I mean, true love, sort of conscious love? That's yeah. the new word I like to throw around because conscious, conscious love. love, because I don't know, we talk about falling in love. We talk about infatuation, puppy love. We have all these words and I just don't know if people, I mean, how I, I don't know if you, if you really love someone, 
I don't think you can stop loving them. I mean, with any of my friends, even if we don't talk anymore, I still respect and love them. We yeah. may not hang out as much as and we used to. You right. respect it and evolves, love the time that you spend together. Exactly. And yeah. I think when you when you take, because I think a lot of relationships, they uh, end up being attracted to their partner for uh, for unhealthy reasons. Uh, you see a lot of jealousy in relationships and the jealousy makes them feel safe because they're like, oh, they're jealous. That means they love me. Mm -hmm. And that comes from a history, a childhood of where they, you know, if a child grew up feeling, feeling that jealousy meant love, then they're going to bring that into their relationship right. and then they're going to just continue this, perpetuate this unhealthy um, feeling. And, but it, but it feels good good as messed up as that sound yeah. it does feel good you, you the drama it, it brings excitement it, it causes feelings and that's the only way you know how to feel right and so for me that's and people call that love and I don't know if I agree with that I feel like right. a lot of relationships have a lot of people have those kinds of relationships mm -hmm. and for me I would like to reach a point where I have a conscious love where it's not just about the feelings, although those, I believe, are really important. You, you cannot have an intimate relationship with someone that you don't feel anything for. At least yeah. I can't. Um, or don't and have it chemistry can't, with. Yeah, there has True. to be that chemistry. There has to be chemistry. And that and chemistry that can, is not explainable. Right, but. exactly. And that's the thing. It can manifest in multiple different ways, and it's not the same for everybody, but you need chemistry. But there also has to be a consciousness of it, and you have to realize, you know, if that chemistry, if, that, if those feelings are, are coming from a negative place then you mm -hmm. need to be able to step away from it and that's a lot true. of people aren't able to do that yeah which, but which I think sad. I think that's interesting because like as someone who who like doesn't necessarily it's so funny I feel like if I'm dating someone I don't feel jealousy towards my partner like if they're hanging out with other people or like whether it's a girl or guy friends whatever I really don't feel any sense of jealousy at all, mm. but like in my friendships, it's different. You felt jealousy. I have absolutely felt jealousy in my yeah. friendships. That's before. so weird. That's about taking that. I, that's happened. Definitely happened. It's happened to me on both but, sides. And, actually, and but. this is why I'm telling you. Like that's why for me, I know. Like I really value meeting someone that I have like an instant kind of like jolt of feelings towards whatever it is like attraction or just like you know just emotional Chemist kind yeah. of chemistry th yeah let's call it chemistry yeah <laughs> but and that's the thing it's like for me it's important to have that because otherwise I just don't I I know that I won't experience what we have any differently than I'd experience friendship yeah that's interesting yeah I yeah. It's, yeah definitely the opposite for me yeah, which is fine. I mean, yeah, honestly, exactly. I'm not asking <laughs> for you to. But I think no, I'm saying, I, but, but it's, yeah. I think it's very common, actually, because, you know, people, it's like people who, who went to high school together and were friends and then like reconnect and <laughs> they end up like having a thing. I also think timing is super important, oh, you know, yeah. it's yes. like yes. you can, you can meet someone at a certain point in your life and all you are is just friends mm -hmm. and then you see them again like 10 something years later and things change like something's just yeah, different I mean, people change and, yeah yeah absolutely. and you're just both at like a place where it just works and it could also be you have this like insane amazing adventure with someone that was maybe short-lived and you had like a great time but it was just not the right time for you guys to become serious but 
maybe down the line you'll meet again and be able to, I don't know, make things work for a little longer. I completely agree. And I actually just had this conversation with my one of my partners. <laughs> um, one of my. I love that. And he, I said <laughs> to him, I was like, I think that one of the most important things, well, one of the things that, that, that decides if a relationship is going to work or not is timing. If, those, if you put two people together that have similar values and are looking for it at that point in their life, to get married, for example, then they're probably going to make it work. Right. If you put two people together that are perfect for each other and one just is not ready to settle down because of the place they are in their life and the other one is, it's just not going to work. It's not going to work. Mm-hmm. So timing is yeah. key. Yeah. But what, uh, it's one thing uh, with that too, though, is I just feel like we have this expression, plenty more fish in the sea, <laughs> that I'm not a huge fan of. Right. Because, yes, there are plenty more fish in the sea, but not necessarily one that like you have – that taste good to you, you know? They, right. There's a lot of fish. Some of them are poisonous. Some of them yeah. aren't. Some of them are too small. Some of them are too big. And, um, I mean, in my, yes, I'm a cancer, and I fall in love in about two seconds. And on a daily basis. <laughs> I'm triggered. <laughs> but I'm I'm so aware of my feelings now, and I, and I understand that it doesn't mean what it means to other people. Um which I think we were just talking about yesterday, how, mm-hmm. you know, if I express the way I feel to someone, they could easily get freaked out because my baseline is different. We did yes. just have this conversation. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. baseline exactly. is very different from that. everyone else's. Your baseline else's. for what? For, for feelings. feelings. So, oh, like, oh, yeah, like we I could feel, like, on 100, yeah. and for other people, it would be, like, 20. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's me, and, too. Yeah, and so, but I am aware of that. Mm-hmm. So I don't, like, I feel it, and I embrace it, and I am aware of it, but I don't let it control me. Like, in the beginning... Right. I would date someone, and in the first two months, I'd want to be like, oh, I love you so much, blah, blah, blah. and I usually would say it and whatever. And freak them out? And not, I, not well, no, not necessarily, actually. It, oh. it lasted. But within, like, a month after that, I didn't really feel that anymore, you know? Right. It's just mm. those butterflies and that infatuation that happens, the excitement in the beginning of a relationship. Yeah. I mean, I did a chemistry project on love in high school, and that's what it is. There's certain endorphins that get released in the beginning of a relationship, and that's what keeps you attached. And then what happens is the chemistry in your brain changes and that's no longer there. And that's when you realize if, you know, if there's anything real behind all those feelings that you had. And so I'm at a point where I'm very aware of those feelings and I know that I have them for a lot of people, but it's where you understand them. You understand what they mean. Exactly. But to find someone that I have those feelings for, but is actually mentally someone I could be like, yeah, you're like, you know, Mm -hmm. you're worth fighting for. You're worth, prioritizing to some extent you know my friends are still going to be there and my family of course Mm -hmm. but it's not easy to find that like I'm 31 by the way just to throw that out (laughs) there and I've dated a few guys Mm -hmm. (laughs) and yeah I have found one person that maybe fits that but the timing wasn't right yeah so I mean that's the thing it's like yeah I didn't date at all in high school because I was looking for something that obviously I didn't find. <laughs> I mean, our high school was small. We went to a small high school. Slim pickings, like, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Doesn't help. And I was also like terrified of like, for some reason, it, weirdly also, of meeting people kind of outside of high school because I did need like that comfort. I think it's just because I was young and the whole like, don't talk to strangers kind of thing like but you know I mean I don't know which doesn't didn't stop me from like making friends with people in like other social situations but when it came to yeah to trying to find like a romantic thing it was different I have very very weird feelings as you can tell yeah you do (laughs) yeah like I could literally make friends with 
just about anybody. You really can. But, um, and I hate that for you. <laughs> <laughs> You're just jealous. Well. But, um, but yeah, when it comes to, like, romance, it's, it's so different. Like, I, I protect myself so much from those kinds of feelings. So that's why, like, if... Daddy issues. <laughs> Don't know. Wow, putting me on blast. I mean, <laughs> I love you. She's your love sister, you too. so... Wow. <laughs> love you, too. I think all of us can say... <laughs> We all have some sort of childhood traumas that shaped us to become the amazing people that we are. Oh my god, thank you. I needed that today. Yeah, well, you're welcome. (laughs) We need that every day. (laughs) Can you be my life coach? (laughs) (laughs) It's just about being aware of them. Yeah. And not letting them... I'm very very much aware of mine. As as you said, you're very much aware of yours, and I'm very much aware of mine now. And and I don't think when I was younger I was really aware of it, and I Mm. definitely thought there was something wrong with me because I was like, oh, like my friends are going on random dates and they're ending up having like boyfriends, even if it doesn't last that long. I was like, what's wrong with me? But when I think about it, it's not that like guys weren't interested in me. Mm. And honestly, that's what I thought. Right. When I was younger, I was like, oh, like, yeah, and it was absolutely. Absolutely that. Definitely. Such a big insecurity. Mm-hmm. But, um, but n- so now I kind of just embrace. Now you're living your best life. I am embracing the way I feel about things and I'm just like. And you're giving guys a chance when you don't have that spark that's right off true. the beginning. I, yeah. And who knows oh where that's going to go. Oh, Growth. Here we are. I mean, <laughs> I honestly, even if we it doesn't made it. The glow up. To the, that's another thing. You know, people are like, oh, you're wasting his time or you're wasting her time. You know it's not going to go anywhere. Like, but what? Does every relationship we get into have to be the one? Like, no, can't we yeah, learn from right. every relationship? I mean, yeah. I, you have to be clear. I don't think it's fair to lead someone on and, like, make them think that it's going somewhere if it's not. Right. I, although, in a lot of girls including myself no it's true that you know a guy will be very clear and the girl will still be dreaming and thinking that maybe she'll be the one to change him oh right and but that's is... bullshit um well it, you well. can't change someone if they don't oh, want to be changed no but that's right no, that's no, what, what i'm saying, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but everyone everyone i, I want to say that a significant amount of people feel that I way that. and i hate to be sexist but i think a lot of those people are women right. and they're they're it's just genetically w- women are more emotionally involved that's just mm-hmm. the reality yeah. of the situation like it doesn't make us better or worse but right. it's just something we have to be aware of and you know if a guy says i'm only looking for this he's most likely only looking for that so right. don't think you're going to be the girl to change him but people can change but, but if also, you go into it saying you're going to change like him i feel like society mm-hmm. is also with those like stupid rom-coms that i watch they're like <laughs> the makeover scene Right. It's I like mean, take off the glasses and it's like your perfect man. It's right. like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> That's what I'm it's saying. like he was there Culture. all along. Yeah. It's like, are you kidding? <laughs> no. Right, 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 right. But right. I watch all of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yes. research. <laughs> I mean, um, I love Hallmark movies. <laughs> don't we all? Yeah. Um, no, it's, yeah, I I think that it is it is hard for for women to, and it's not just, you know, biology i think it's also culture, culture yes. has shaped yeah. that as it well all, it where, all comes back you know, to culture well, it's I mean, a mix it's yeah, the environment it's, it's and nature versus nurture i mean mm-hmm. it's the ongoing argument that we have and i think right. we can agree that it's both right they both have an effect and and they affect everyone differently i mean if you have a certain predisposition to things then it's going to affect you in a different way but the environment will affect you in a different way but they're both going to affect you mm-hmm. and it's just about you know, the awareness of how it's affecting you and just understanding the, the, the codes that you, you have been taught from your culture because we right. have all been taught certain codes on, 
on how things are supposed to end up. I mean, in, in some cultures, it's expected that you have an arranged marriage. And mm-hmm. it's still That's the case. True. Like I have friends um, who are who said that they were okay with their parents arranging a marriage. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and it's very different how it works. And I was I was talking to someone about this and apparently I think it's in India, they now have dating sites. So you can pick someone from the right caste and the right religion. Those things are really important to that culture. Right. Yeah. Uh, but you and the parents will pick, but you still can meet the person and talk to them. And right. You don't get to date them for years, but you still get to have you know, it's encounters. It's evolved with the way that we currently live. Yeah, exactly. The, yeah. the world that we live in and yeah. and the way that people are dating nowadays. It's obviously influenced a, a shift in how they're doing things. And that, that doesn't cool. mean that they all do it that way now. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's kind it's of changed. nice because it does offer people who do want to be in an arranged marriage, offers them a little more... A I mean, little more options, I guess. <laughs> kind of widens that net. A tiny bit. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you have that, and then you have, like, stuff like 90 Day Fiance or, like, Married <laughs> at First Sight or whatever, oh, where people are just like, fuck it, I'm going <laughs> to go on this TV show, and whoever comes through that door, I'm marrying that person. Right. Just like, what? I've never <laughs> seen that, so I can't. I've never I seen it either, but it. people are obsessed with it, obviously. Yeah. Well, actually, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, those ma- interesting most of those concept. marriages don't last. Right. Well, I, I mean, I don't know how what the statistics are, but um, one of my partners, <laughs> the same one who <laughs> I mainly have every these time. Yeah, I, just, I don't like, we need, we need to find better names for these because anyways. But that's what they but, are. They're partners. Well, yeah. One of, yeah. <laughs> my friend wanted to point out to me that she's like, I, t- I said that I was in an open relationship. She's like, you're not in an open relationship. They have, he has a girlfriend, you're his mistress. It's not, I was like, well, but I still think I can say that I'm in an open relationship. Like I'm, right. I'm dating multiple people. You are, I'm in multiple you are a open part re- of an open relationship. And yeah. I have other partners. So right. I, could, I mean, none of them are really technically primary partners. There's yeah. longevity that plays you're a role. You're Exactly. Or polyamorous. Right. I don't understand the difference. I'm going to be honest. I yeah, I don't know why I corrected you because, well, I just know that I, I recently read the definition of polyamory and I really liked it because it was talking about, you know, choosing to be with other partners. But one of the things it said is a shared value between the partners and openness and honesty and good communication. Those like are like the basis of polyamory. Whereas in a, in a classic boyfriend girlfriend relationship, the rules are decided by our culture and no one ever really talks about them. Mm-hmm. So you go into a relationship thinking that you both have the same ideas of what it means to be boyfriend-girlfriend and then being disappointed when they don't do what you think a boyfriend or girlfriend is supposed to do. Right. Which ends up causing... Whereas in polyamory, it's about talking about what you want. Interesting. And you love making those rules. Talking. Uh-huh. Especially about you feelings. <laughs> yeah. Communication. Yeah. About which is everything. good. Which is important. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I feel like I was going somewhere, but I got sidetracked by that comment. Oh, I'm sorry. polyamory... That's no, no, my bad. <laughs> yeah. I cut you off. It's but. fine. Um, I don't remember what I was saying. It obviously isn't that important. Um, but, well, so you're saying that polyamory, like, communication is key, basically. Yeah. That's, like, the main It's one of the main thing. things about it is just but being open apart. and setting your own rules. And... And I guess polygamy yeah, is more just uh, in terms of sexual... I think polygamy sexual... more has to do with marriage, actually, to be very honest. Oh, interesting. Okay. But... Sister wives? Is that us? <laughs> Not yet. You're not supposed to be biological sisters, but you know. uh, what do you mean supposed to? We make our own rules <laughs> here. True, true, true. I'm sure that well, I had a class the other day, and apparently the 
Lumiere brothers. They married sisters, okay, but they weren't sister wives, like technically, whatever. Right. But yeah, like, polygamy is the practice the of having more than one spouse, more than okay. one wife. Okay. So oh. polyamory is just oh, about oh. relationships and polygamy oh. marriage. Okay, cool. Right. Wow. I don't know if That's I'd really... want to. I, I mean, I love this concept of the open relationship, but I don't know if I would want to well, poly- marry more than Polygamy one is like the step above what we were talking about. It, it's like the next level of difficulty because then <laughs> if you're married. It's the boss level. Yeah, <laughs> it, like, it really is. It's like, it's like the final boss because then it's like, I mean, we're just talking about when you have one partner and just like your friends, and that's the distinction. But what if you have. Multiple, multiple partners serious partners no friends <laughs> no, i but, think that's and, what and ends up happening on top of that it's like your partners are your friends yeah i, I think know. i think <laughs> honestly i don't even know my this understanding is we need maria here yeah. <laughs> i mean i'm not saying she's a polygamist but i'm just saying well, she knows she's so not. much but <laughs> she would definitely have a, an interesting point of view with polygamy that, actually i think that the idea from what i've understood i have friends who have polygamous whose friends have polygamous parents Mm -hmm. and the idea is that you have to treat your wives equally they have to have the same sort of about the how they're they each get their own home i believe it depends Mm -hmm. on the culture but yeah they can have sometimes they all live together but if you're going to get one of them a home you have to get the other one the home of the same value so in polygamy it's like and again it's with a certain culture uh but the idea is that each wife is equal yeah, there isn't okay. uh, that must priority. Be hard, though. But polyamory, yeah. there is a difference. Like you have you well, you can choose. But in this, in one of my partner's relationship, <laughs> in one of he my has a primary partner and he has secondary partners. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, there isn't much difference between them. And and when he responded my text, I actually still haven't gotten back to him. I should probably <laughs> respond to him. But I mean, what he's essentially saying is that you know his his primary partner and him have good communication and organization and they mm-hmm. he sees her more than the other girls or well, I actually I'm not even sure of that I should ask him I know he sees her about three times a week mm-hmm. and he sees me about once a week sometimes twice a week and I know there's other girls as well not sure how often busy he sees guy. them busy, but like busy. the yeah. only organization and communication also, that goes I'm tired that? just listening Honestly, to this yeah I'm like when does yeah. this man sleep so organized well, I can tell you like well, today's his birthday for example he's hanging out with his friends in the afternoon for his birthday he's going to dinner with his girlfriend and then tomorrow he's hanging out with his family and other friends so mm-hmm. I mean yeah he's it's like organized scheduling everything I can't live life like that and that I'm seems, a Virgo so like yeah, the fact tiring. that I'm saying this I think is Woof. yeah I just oh. you gotta I, I think you also gotta leave a little room to breathe yeah. yeah, I mean, he, he, he does. Listen, he works he, 9 to 12, guys. He, he has a lot of free time. That's, yeah, that's good, <laughs> he plays football on Mondays. Yeah. He sees his friends. I mean, his friends are, uh, I think a lot of them are in quite serious relationships. Uh, monig- monigamous. <laughs> Monogamous. Monogamous relationships. relationships. Right, right, right. Some of them mm-hmm. with kids or pregnant. Right. Um, so I don't think he spends too much time. And that's another thing. But see, this is actually where this kind of comes back to our original question. I mean, his friends now, he still sees them, but he sees them less because now they're having kids and right. their family is be- their chosen family i guess we could mm-hmm. call it is are becoming more and more a priority and taking up more time in their lives yeah. and yeah. and that's kind of goes back to what i was saying i think if you're having that type of relationship that is leading to we're going to really build life together mm-hmm. then your friends do start to eventually take more of a back seat it doesn't mean right. you stop seeing them but 
your priorities in life are different. Yeah. And yeah. I guess yeah. it just... And kids are fucking needy, bro. Yeah, <laughs> they are. Ugh, it's like, live your own life. But at the same time, <laughs> we have... baby. An... <laughs> well, please, Although, God, take I'll... care of yourself. Exactly. Although our friend, mutual friend, Maria, does not have babies, she has three kids, and she does not let them rule her life. That's true. I know, and I love that. Yeah. I always forget it's that very, she has kids because yeah. she and has her own life. <laughs> she does. And they're not... And they're not... It's true. They're they're young. They're, they're young, young enough. I mean, enough. And she still but, spends time with them. Like, yeah. she reads them bedtime stories. She cooks them dinner. Yeah. She always, like, will, you know, she'll hang out with us and she'll ditch us to go put them to bed. And then she'll come and back when they're sleeping. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's so organization. So cool. Yeah, that is, it yeah. To. It's organization and, and just independence. Ind- yeah. Realizing that that's how she needs her her life to be. Yeah. I mean, so the thing that, that she works can be for fulfilled. her. Exactly. Yeah. Like, obviously, her kids are really important, but she knows that herself, she also needs and to have friends. a social life outside of her children. Yeah. And her husband. <clears throat> and so she manages to figure out how to make it work. It's so cool. I want to be a mom like Maria. Honestly, I, want, I know. She's like my role model, honestly. Same. But that being said, I mean, we have another colleague that I was talking to recently, and she was giving advice to someone who has just become pregnant. Uh, our colleague is 50, and she has two grown kids that are, I think, 20 and 16 or something like that. One of them is still in high school. Another one is in college. And yeah. her advice was, you have to let your kids know early on that you and your husband are have your own relationship that has nothing to do with the kids mm-hmm. and you are your own people as well that has nothing to do with the right. kids and you are their mother and you're going to be there for them and you're going to love them and you're going to you're going to raise them and you know they are a priority but you are still going to take time for yourself and a lot of people get lost when they raise their children they get yeah. lost in their children yeah. and i think that's something that again this comes back to our thing on priorities it's yeah. about you know, it's about balance, I guess. You need yeah. to give yourself some time. You need to give your partner some time. You need to give your friends some time. And maybe, I guess, it changes throughout your relationships with those people. And if you have good friends, they're not going to get mad at you for being like, okay, you know, I've met someone new and I'm spending a little bit more time with them. And, mm-hmm. you know, as long as you don't completely fall to place of the planet, the face of the planet, which some people do, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then I think it's okay. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, balance, trust, communication, and self Security? Worth. No, no. Self worth. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. I think that's. What are your guys? Thoughts? We solved that, that problem. Kind of, so, <laughs> I think that kind of sums it up. What are your thoughts on someone making more effort in a relationship than another? I mean, one of the partners makes. There's more, always yeah, there's a, always a reacher someone. and a settler. Yeah, I think that's what how relationships your... work. Yeah. I think there Just always has to be someone. It doesn't have to be a huge imbalance, but I think in any relationship, there's always an imbalance, and that's what makes it work. Someone's always like fighting for it. Big imbalance. And get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. But it's I, yeah, not that I, easy. But it's I mean, not it's that not easy. Me, I, but I'm just. Like, I don't, it's yeah, not that it's easy. true. I don't think. I don't think it should be blatantly obvious. But I. I think that that's just. It's. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be always, very yeah, yeah, hard yeah. to find yes. someone where everything is matched in terms of oh, feeling so evenly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be boring. I mean, yeah, yeah we agree sure. that there's always a reacher and always a settler. But if it's like. A huge difference, and, and someone's just like pouring theirself into no, this relationship, and the other healthy. one's just like peace no. out. I like, mean, and 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 that's actually I I've seen that happen in, in my relationship yeah. with my in my open relationship that has been going on for three and a half years. There's definitely been times when one of us has been more into the other, but the other one person was always respectful about it. Like there were times when he, I definitely liked him more. 
but he wasn't rude to me. He didn't, like, take advantage of it. You know right. what I mean? Some people yeah. take advantage of it. They're mm-hmm. like, they see your weakness, they take your kindness for weakness, and they treat you like shit, and that's right. not okay. And I think as long as and people stay respectful to one another, then it's okay. But sometimes, you know, if that if the person sees it and they're like, oh, she really likes me, I can do whatever I want. I can go out, I can party, I can yeah. do what I want, <laughs> yeah. then that's not okay. Yeah. That is an abusive relationship and you need to get out. And mm-hmm. it's not easy, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. no, it's never easy. we all love to be abused. <laughs> I mean, so that's so true. Well, oh. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> what just happened there? <laughs> oh, it's kind of true. We're all suckers we, for punishment. But, like, a toxic relationship? I mean, well, people don't realize sometimes that it happens. Yeah. Most people who are in toxic relationships do not know they're in toxic exactly. relationships. And toxic relationships could be a whole nother podcast. Oh, it's going to be. It's Maybe next week. Be. Yeah. We'll see. So, next week. I have Same never time. been in a toxic relationship, though, so I can't oh, really. Oh, girl, don't worry. I, I got plenty to share. Okay. <laughs> An hour's worth? Definitely. Well, okay. yeah, we're kind of getting up on that on that hour after we said, well, I said 35 minutes. At least um, loves to say that, but we always go over. I know, we do. But the thing is that if we said an hour we'd be here for an hour and a half which is what we need <laughs> people don't want to listen to us babble for well, an this hour was an interesting topic this was an interesting topic people. it's true hopefully it does um and i think that angelica recapped it nicely when she said that it's there's multiple different factors that play into Definitely. it you know a lot about your own self-worth um a lot about finding a balance but not just you finding a balance but your partner also finding a balance you know and it's just it's it's about that give and take and it's about priorities and trusting each other and trust and loyalty and knowing where and when to to really yeah choose I mean pick and choose how to distribute that amongst your romantic relationships and your <laughs> platonic relationships your family All of your partners <laughs> i mean yeah, yeah. It's i mean if becoming... you can handle multiple friends you can handle handle multiple partners yes Ooh, i mean it does i mean maybe it depends on the person i know it's not for everyone and i feel like is... we should also just do a whole other topic on open relationships yeah that could be for two weeks from now. <laughs> so the next two episodes talk yeah relationships found and our and third open co-host relationships. oh this is gonna be great <laughs> maybe we could even get some people in here to talk about it yeah no, we need so many more microphones yes we're gonna have to figure out a better setup for this oh my god um but I it's think exciting this is, this is exciting yeah we have some good good ideas for for future conversations i think this was very interesting especially having someone who is currently not only <laughs> juggling multiple romantic partners but also friendships yeah but yeah. i'm lucky to have all my friends in one group chat i mean multiple <laughs> group chats i'm not but gonna like, lie but you know it's easy to be most like of them, you know. i was actually thinking about that before coming here i was like oh i don't even have i don't ever text you guys individually like i don't have anything to hide it's just yeah. like boom we, group chat we all do up? that even it's today so we were nice. doing that we were yeah, just like, like talking <laughs> angelica's the only one i know over we here. have like one-on-one conversations yeah. in the group chat it's yeah. exactly funny. we were just you know we have friends who are currently in other countries or like flying to other countries and we're still just including them in the conversation yeah they would feel really left out if we didn't that's true i think we all would (laughs) we all would exactly it's just the way we do it now group it is yeah we we managed to find a a pretty great group i'm very proud of us yeah and we have interesting conversations which is all like this one 
which was brought to you by no, just no one. <laughs> we don't have any sponsors. I don't know. We don't have any oh my god! Yeah. Yes. Or I don't. When know. are we getting those tattoos? Anyways, we need to stop talking. I know. We'll d- we'll take this conversation offline officially. Um, thank you, fellow daddios. Stop. Every time you try something else, I hate it. We we love all our daddies out there. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to the Dad's Pod. I am Eloise. And I've been Jenna. (laughs) And uh, we're signing off with Angelica. Peace out, homies. Oh, my God. Wow. Love y'all. Bye.